Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. Can you believe it? Christmas is next week. That is so crazy to me right now. But tonight we are dedicating our show to hot topics, course sports, and movie reviews. We'll also be playing some of our favorite Christmas music, including two songs by me, uh, This Christmas and a song I wrote last year with my best friend Ty called Merry Christmas to You. And plus other artists will be playing their Christmas music as well. Uh... We're talking about Hot Top. We're talking about, you know, Offset's been trying to get Cardi B back. It's not really working out. Then find out what a bank did for a single mother uh, who's a nurse. She had $150,000 worth of debt. Guess what they did for her? All that and much more in Hot Topics. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram. And of course, our official website, thestevenisshow.com. When we come back, Hot Topics. Right back after this. again family and friends christmas time is here my favorite time of the year after all around people gather around to see each other smile because it's christmas time again Put all your troubles away 
Welcome back to the Stephen A. Show. Miss Parker, how's it going? Happy Monday. How are you? I cannot complain. Cannot complain. Um, can you please give us an update on the Stephen A. Show Christmas Kindness uh, giveaway? Yeah, since I was waiting for you to post about it and you didn't, so I went ahead and did that. You <laughs> did. You. No, you did. But yours, um, but yours was so good. I just retweeted no. it. <laughs> Yeah, because people kept calling and asking if, we if we were doing it on Saturday. We decided to move the date to MLK weekend, Dr. King weekend, which is the weekend of service. Anyway, mm -hmm. we're going to uh, combine the Stevie Night Show Christmas giveaway with our service weekend of the Dr. King um, birthday celebration. And we're going to still go out and hand out care packages. So if you if you want to donate, we have raised over $1,200 in just three weeks. Yes. But if you're still interested in um, helping us out, please log on. There's a link. Um, I'm not sure if the link still works, but you can you can catch Ab, myself, or Stephen Knight. Reach out to us. We'll get the link from you somehow. Um, and we always do post exactly what we purchase with the money. Yeah. We, put, we always post items. We always invite people out to, to be a part of um, the service that we provide with your donations. Um, so we will be doing that um, the weekend of the 21st, which is Dr. King, January 21st, Dr. King weekend. Um, we will need help creating the care, care packages the day before, um, and then also we will need help handing those out um, to our homeless brothers and sisters, kids out there. We're going to get gloves, scarves, um, you know, anything that they that, that they may need as far yeah. as hygiene stuff in the care packages. Um, so we're looking forward to it. We do appreciate the fact that you guys have always supported us and that you that we were able to raise over $1,200 in just three weeks. So thank you for everyone who donated. Most definitely. And I think that's the most we've raised uh, since we've been doing this. So thank you all at home. We really appreciate you, all of our listeners and supporters. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Parker, how was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> you must have had a great weekend, according to the Stevie Night Show question of the day. Um, <laughs> mine was pretty restful. Uh, I kind of canceled everything I had going on. Just needed to um, debrief and chill after my Denver trip, and then I just had a um, 
just a, a whole lot of stuff going on. I felt like I just needed a rest. So yeah. yeah. I didn't do much. I went out to my, and shout out to Finan. And she's a friend of Stephen. Yeah. yeah. She graduated. She's going to be working in emergency room. Oh, congratulations. Um, emergency room nurse. Um, so her celebration was on Thursday, which is the day I flew back. So I flew back, got some rest, went to the gym, and then I went and celebrated with her. So on Friday and Saturday, I just stayed home. And then on yesterday, my girlfriend had a um, a Christmas get together at her house in the afternoon, late afternoon. So I went up there around five o'clock and stayed for a couple of hours, just trying to see as many people as I can before I head to the West Coast. I'm always gone the last two weeks of the year. Yeah. So, um, when do you leave? When do you leave? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. So okay. I wanted to just yeah, I wanted to make sure I saw as many people as possible. And, yeah. Um, but it was great. It was great, and I'm I'm glad that I got some rest. The weather was horrible. It was. So I really wasn't pressed to go out. But um, how was your weekend? Enough about me. <laughs> well, let's let's circle back with Chike first. Chike, what's going on? He's, he's saving the best well, for last, Miss Parker. <laughs> My weekend wasn't even all that great. It was <laughs> anyway. Chike, how was your weekend? How was how was your weekend? My weekend was okay. It was cool. That's good. Uh, nothing too too dramatic. Um, saw a couple movies and um, getting my ducks in a row because of my feng shui that's happening over the holiday season to start the new year. I'm excited. That's dope. That's dope. That's awesome. Have yeah. You, have you started or are you going to start the holiday season? I, I have actually, well, I semi-started. You know, I have things picked out but they don't come to their new home until that week in between mm. Christmas and, and New Year. So I will be starting 2019 anew. That's yeah. nice. Congratulations. That should feel really good. Yeah, Thank most you. definitely. Most definitely. Well, the, the reason why we laughed about the weekend, before we started, uh, <laughs> came on air, I was telling them what the question of the day was, which is how would you describe your past weekend? And Ms. Parker thinks that that's an odd question, so I must have had a great weekend. That's why, <laughs> that's why I brought it up. And really, well, what... because I know you very well. You listen. You're excited about something. Um, I don't know if you're going to share or not, but that is the only reason you brought that up. That is not why. What happened was all I'll... weekends we've had. We had a weekend every week. You never had that. <laughs> well, what happened? I was thinking of what is a good question of the day. And I couldn't think of anything. And so for me... Well, you the, need to hit me up next time. <laughs> and for me, the, week, the weekend went by like a blur. Like, it was so fast. And so that's why I want people to describe how their weekend went. But I did have a good weekend. Well, it didn't go by that fast. So that means something was going on with you. It went by a blur. It went a blur for me. <laughs> well, so Friday I did get out. And um, I, I did get out. I, I hit up a few spots here in Atlanta. I didn't get home until 7 a.m. But let me tell you this. The weirdest thing happened to me. Okay, then it was a blur. You didn't get home until 7 a.m. Let me tell you. This is the weirdest thing happened to me. And I mean, I understand now that apparently cocaine is more prevalent. But I've never seen anyone do cocaine. I'm in the back of this car. We're going to go to, um, we're leaving this after spot. We're going back to someone's home. The driver pulls out this little container, a little spoon, and snorts cocaine. I said, I need to get out this oh, car. Oh, no. I need to get out this car. And I Ubered home. <laughs> I came home. I said, uh-uh. No, 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 no. You guys were going somewhere else after 7, after 7 a.m. Well, it was 6 at that point. No, 5 something at that point. But, yeah, I was ready to go home. I was ready to go home. But 
you know, I was riding with other people, so whatever. But when that got me to go home. Well, your question of the day should have been, have you ever seen somebody do cocaine? Because obviously that was the point of that question. <laughs> there wasn't. I mean, because even on Saturday, I went to this, uh, shout out to my boy Aaron. He has this um, ugly, ugly sweater Christmas party. That was a lot of fun. So, um, I, oh, po- yeah, I saw you looking at food on, on, the, on, the, on the gram <laughs> yeah. and on Facebook. Did, so, you see this, did you see what somebody posted on your picture? What did they post? <laughs> when they say you look like a cross between. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I, I saw, saw that. that. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> look like uh, oh, Lady Liberty <laughs> and Santa Claus had a baby. baby and what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lady Liberty and Santa had a baby or something like that, yeah. But what happened was, no, I didn't wear that. Yeah. The thing I had on my head, I didn't actually wear that to the party, but um, this girl had it on, and so I put it on for my picture. But I just had on the sweater, and I, I had these light bulbs around my neck and all this stuff. But uh, yeah, it was cool. But yeah, and then yesterday, um, I chilled. I chilled. I went and got some eating. I chilled. So yeah, it wasn't that crazy weekend. Just that whole cocaine situation was kind of crazy. But anyway, I want to know what the person that was driving the car with their weekend was like after they're doing stunts like that. All right. Right. Yeah, they said. <laughs> they said, "What's the tool? What's the tool?" Right, right. Well, yeah. So that was that was very interesting. But whatever, teachers on. Um, but <laughs> answer the question of the day. Tweet us, Stephen SHO, and let us know how would you describe your weekend. <laughs> all right, let's get, let's get turn up. The turn up. Let's get into these hot topics. All right. So you all know Cardi B announced a few weeks ago that her and Offset, uh, you know, that they had broken up. They're no longer together and that's you know they hadn't filed for divorce but she was going that way well since then offset has been going out of his way trying to get her back he um put a video out on instagram i believe it was over the weekend or or late last week where he apologized publicly apologized to her for um cheating on her and saying that he wants nothing more for his birthday than to spend um it with him and his daughter he wants to be there for his daughter watch her grow up and he he, that's the love of his life, talking about Cardi B and all that. Well, over the weekend, she was performing at the it was called Venus E.T. Flair. Um, it was a it was a uh, um, no, I'm sorry. That's, she was performing from during the Rowan Loud set. Excuse me. Yeah, from the v, Venus E.T. Flair. No, no, no. I'm getting this wrong. She performed at the Rowan Loud set. I'll just say that. Anyway, so he um teamed up with her publicist, um, who's Patience, that's her name, and planned that he would come out on stage and he had over $15,000 worth of roses, real roses, from the the place is called uh, Venus E.T. Flair, which is real popular. But he had 2,000 stem roses that cost $15,000 and he came on stage, he apologized again to her publicly, he wants her back, but it did not work out. She did not want him there. She wanted him gone. She did post a video afterwards saying that she's not trying to embarrass him or whatever, but he needs just to leave her alone. Um, but she always has love for him, whatnot. Do you think it's it's too late for Offset? Do you think they'll get back together? What are your thoughts on this? Do you think that he's doing too much to get her back, or what are your what are you, what would you be your advice for Offset at this point? I'll let Key Cake take this one because I don't care about Offset or Kari B. But I will say this. Um, I thought that her video that she released, which I didn't hear all of it, but I thought that the idea behind it was very um, mature of her, which is something that I don't, I, those two things don't go together. But right. um, 
her the idea that she is being kind to him online because she doesn't want him to be bullied yep. and that she understands that social media can tear people down and even though they're not together she doesn't want him to be in a space where he feels hopeless or dark right um and that people need to just leave him alone this is a private situation that they're handling and she wished that he would keep it private right i think i think that's very mature that's emotional maturity um so i think that was great that she came out and said that because you know over the weekend um Pete Davidson mm-hmm. and Kanye kind of tweeted similar thing. Well, Pete Davidson was a bit more severe, but Kanye kind of almost saying that they'd rather be dead. Um, it's just, you know, obviously we understand that um, societies understand a little bit more about mental health and how um, powerful other people's opinion and social media can play on that. Right. Um, so I think that I think that it, it was a good thing that she's distancing herself from the negative comments towards him and saying, listen, yes, he's, he's cheated on me or whatever, but he still is my child's father and I still want the best for him. I think that's, that's maturity, emotionally mature, um, an emotionally mature decision on her part. So big, big ups to her for that. Um, but as far as them getting back together, not getting back together, I don't know. There's two ratchet people in love. They're going to do ratchet things. So. <laughs> All right, TK, what are your thoughts? So I'm a, I'm I'm an appreciator of um, people that jump out the window for love. I do appreciate that. I love to see it. <clears throat> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, there have been iconic moments over the years of people that jumped out the window for love. Everyone can probably remember back to when Ahmad Rashad. Uh, proposed to Felicia Rashad on air, he jumped out the window in front of everyone to ask his woman to marry him. That was a beautiful moment because she said yes. Everyone was elated. Mm-hmm. Then there's Robin Thicke, who broke up with Paula Patton, and he created this whole album and named it Paula because he wanted to get her back. It didn't work. That's true. Now we have Offset and Cardi B. Well, that's him and Offset don't really have a chance then, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, oh, I'm about to equal above and beyond, and still say no. I don't have time for that. Right. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you do with that? I mean, you gotta you gotta take the no and you gotta rock with that. And she said no publicly. Like it's it's not you know she didn't say it to you privately. It was no publicly. So yeah, well they said the embarrassment was public, so so should the apology. Right. Exactly. So any move forward at this point, like he's asking for it. She's trying to be nice. She said it. She's trying to be nice. She said no. He needs to, you know, lick his wounds and go in the corner or something. And you know, be a father to the kids. And I am proud of the way she's handled it because even when she announced that they broke up, she said that you know she announced very positive. Very positive. She said yeah. that you know it's no one's fault. Why? But she didn't even say why they broke up. She says no one's fault. Yeah. It just hadn't been working for a while. And I, I you know, I always have love for him. That's my child's father. You know, so I think she's really handled it very well. Considering we're probably going on behind closed doors, probably going off cussing him out. But but um, I think publicly she's doing a great job with that. You know what I mean? But anyway, wish them both uh, the best. All right, so uh, Carlton Banks, Alfonso Ribeiro, how you pronounce his last name? So there's this game called um, Fortnite, and it's a pop culture influenced uh, dance game. And so they were sued by Millie, to Millie, excuse me, earlier. Um, this month for Jack and the Millie Rock Dance. And so now they've, well, in January of this year, they incorporated, you know, that 
the Carlton um, Banks dance used to do, that dance used to do. Yeah. They started doing that. Yeah. And they they have it um, as a option on the team calling it uh, the fresh fresh emote. That's how that's what the dance is called. So uh, Alfonso is now suing the game as well. He, he's lawyered up with David Hetch of Pierce and uh, Bainbridge, Beck Price, Hetch LLP, and they are suing, um, saying that they that the game the 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 company that's over the game is called uh, Epic Games. They have not reached out to him at all or even offered any conversation and they're, you know, taking his likeness and using it because they're very successful. They're one of the biggest games that people download and play. Do you think that um, they have a case here? I don't even think I understand what's going on. You know, games. <laughs> so you know the dance that he used to do on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? That dance he used to do? Uh-huh. Did they call it the Carlton yeah. Banks? Well, they yeah. this game has incorporated that dance as an option that they can play it. They can use that image of him oh, dancing. Like if they win or whatever. Or, or whatever, yeah. They can use it on the game. Yeah. And now he's suing because that's he created that, you know, and he didn't get compensated. And they're making a lot of well, money. Well, anyways, Cardin's Cardin a little broke anyway. So why don't the game please go ahead and just break him off a few dollars. For every time the dance, you know how when they play your music, yeah. no matter how old your music is, you get a couple of cents. Mm-hmm. Do that. And yeah. Let him get his change. You know. Right. Um, Cardin, I ain't seen Cardin on a lot of things lately, you know, and it's been a, he probably need his money. Right. Yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. However you can. What do you thought, Shiga? I, I have to help out the people from Fortnite. So you, you know, I'm a little older than you guys. So back in the day, we used to call that dance the Valley Boy or the Valley Girl. And if you need a point of reference, Fortnite, please look at Bruce Springsteen's video, the very first time you ever see Courtney Cox ever, and they pull her up on stage, and she starts doing that dance with uh, Bruce Springsteen on stage. He did not originate that dance. He started doing it because... What are we talking about? Well... <laughs> it's back in the day, Miss Parker. We're gonna leave it at that. No, but yeah, that dance was around before before him. So what? What, what are the years of of Fresh Prince of Bel Air? The nineties. The, the, they were in the nineties. Okay, no, we're going back to the eighties. We're going back to the eighties. Hmm. Uh, well, if it was back then, and they can prove and show a video with somebody else doing it, then he don't have a case. I'm telling you, point of reference, you, you want a point of reference, please, I think the song's called Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen, it's a live video, and Courtney Cox gets pulled up on stage when she's really young, and she starts doing that dance on stage with him. Mm, okay, okay. Well, we'll see it. What's the song what called? Say, what's the song called? The song Dancing in the Dark, I think if that's what the song is, Bruce Springsteen. All right. Well, uh, Epic Games has has not uh, commented so far on this, so we'll see how it plays out. All right. So, the debate over King of R and B is not is not going away. Everyone's coming out to oh what, what what works and who is the King of R and B. You know, if you remember uh, Jockey Jocks, whatever his name is, he declared himself the Jacquette. King. Jockeys. He he uh, declared himself the King of R and B, which. Right, <laughs> was responded in you know uh, Tank 
Chris Brown, Trey Songs, Keith Sweat, R. No, Kelly. Trey he he made a comment. He laughed it off. He laughed it off. But um, he didn't make it like a big statement. But I'm saying everyone's responded to it as a result. Um, you know. Now Bobby V made a video when it all happened, and he said he suggested that all of the R&B artists get together and do a tour. He said, but no one's no one supports each other like that. This is what we should be doing. You know, coming together and supporting each other. Well, now the Dream, who has now changed his Twitter name to the King Dream, <laughs> he used to be the Dream, mm-hmm. the, the King Dream. He says, he tweeted, "Actually, we all need to give give the world back this gift we have and do a King's tour." I have no ego. Most of you know that already. Open, I'll open, no problems. So he's saying he'll be the opener. Also, do uh, some inner city music with kids. Just saying. He also tagged Chris Brown, Usher, R. Kelly, Bryson Tiller, Tank, and her. Um, So saying that we should do this tour together, come together, and, you know, bring R&B music back and and give the fans what they want. What do y'all think on doing a joint tour? Do you think that it would work out? Do you think there'd be egos? What are your thoughts? Egos because first of all, Tank and um and Tyrese couldn't even make it in a group with three people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> without, without the egos coming to play. Yeah. And not a day go by where Tyrese or Tank don't post something stroking their own ego on Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think I think it's a great. It sounds good, but I don't think it's going to work because look the fools who are claiming that they're the kings. One album is people made another two songs. Jay Holiday. How you think of them? <laughs> yeah. The girl, so my friend Kayla was like, listen, I'm not even going to lie to you. She said, I know, and I like Tank. She said, I know one Tank song I deserve. <laughs> and most, most people don't know him like that. Yeah. He's not a he's not an artist where Across if you're the, not a fan of his. Yeah. Yeah, that you're going to be like, oh, I know three or four songs. I recently learned like three of his songs because of Todd. I, mm. No one listens to him like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think it sounds good, and I would like that. But why he put her in her as a girl? Yeah, I, I didn't understand that either. Yep, you oh, sure did. I was like, did I, did I miss something? Right. Um, but I think <laughs> I think it sounds good. I think it sounds good. But I just don't think it's a good idea. Now I don't think Bob, Bobby V even has like a say in any of it. Um, just because I like, think he was like more of a at the moment. No, he's cool, whatever. It's not personal. He was more like at that moment. You know what I mean? Right. You know how these groups come out and like just just or singers come out is just that moment yeah yeah that's what i think it's just it just wasn't anything that was like long lasting reason to be considering the conversation but i don't think i don't think that should include him for being on tour i think all of the older r&b um artists probably should get together but i just don't think it'll work like i said tyrese and tank couldn't even last in the group at past album number two well, genuine so right <laughs> what do you yeah. think uh chica but first like genuine <laughs> Jenny and Tyrese was doing a battle, remember? Yeah, <laughs> they sure were on stage. They were supposed to be performing together, but they were trying to outsing each other. Uh-huh. It was an equal thing. <laughs> they said, "Sure, I'm sure the king R&B." <laughs> what do you thought, Chica? Remember um, the best of both worlds, R. Kelly and Jay Z. Jay Z, remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, and they started out. They had maybe a few tour dates, and then it all went to hell. Yep. I think it would be pretty much like that. I think it's a, it's a good idea, it's a good concept, and it probably would start out strong, but I think that it would fizz maybe after the third city. Like, mm. they would get on each other's nerves. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too. And I think part of it is. Go ahead. I know for a fact that the whole New Edition crew, the only reason they're not all singing together is because they can't even get along. Yeah, they don't get along. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That's one group can't even come back together. And secondly, there's a lot of these, you know, I go to a lot of the old school R&B. Right. There's a lot of whispers about who, them fighting about who's going to be the opener. Right. You still, and, 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 and at those groups, because they're older groups, they all get paid the same. You all still get the same check. But it's an <laughs> ego thing. Well, we're going to be a, the closing, the closing mm -hmm. act or whatever. Or the check difference ain't that much. Of That's a true. difference for you to be acting a fool. That's true. That's true. So I don't know. Uh, all of that going on it. All of that going on, and nobody mentioned Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie outperforming all of them. Sure is, sure yeah. is. He's still killing. By it. himself too. He don't got no open, no clothes. So he come on stage, he open clothes and be in the middle. Okay? And, and stay booked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and stay booked. Stay booked. Book. No open, no clothes. Uncle Charlie did the whole show by himself and stay booked. Right. <laughs> well, look, let's take a quick break and uh, come back with more hot topics right back after this. Uh, uh, well, on the beat is too flexible. If you taste my banana, you're not going to If you taste my banana, you're not going to My baby banana, baby, you're not going to My baby banana, baby, you're not going to If you taste my banana, you're not going to If you taste my banana, you're not going to
is too flexing.
Hey, yo, peace, world. It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Keep it locked right here. Love life. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, the Stephen com. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Just go to our website. Also, you can you can also order our T-shirts um, on on our website as well. All right. So Nicki Minaj. So she's been dating this guy recently, or people are speculating that she was dating this guy, and apparently he has a sketchy past. Now Nicki did did uh, release a statement about it. She said that because apparently he uh, raped someone or all that kind of stuff. She wrote. He was 15, she was 16, in a relationship, but go off the internet. Y'all can't run my life. Y'all can't even run your own life. Thank you, boo. But apparently there's been more information that uh, that talks about what happened uh, to her boyfriend. His name is Kenneth Petty. It was a 1994 rape case. So the female victim said on September 16, 1994, in Queens, New York, she was walking down the street and Petty came behind her and placed a hard circular object against her back, making a clicking sound. She believed it was a gun. The two walked uh, to an address down the street and uh, she claims that Petty forced her upstairs into his bedroom by pushing her from behind with what she believed was a handgun. Um... Once they got in the room, the victim claimed that uh, he laid his weight on top of her, punched her sides, squeezed her neck, causing her to sustain bruises and pain, Um, and then he raped her. The victim claims that she tried to escape, but Petty brandished a knife and held it against her her stomach and telling her she couldn't leave. The victim claimed that she eventually struck Petty with a plastic bottle and escaped. She reported the incident to the police the same day, uh, and they responded to Petty's home and arrested him. He asked what was he being arrested for. He said that he didn't do anything. Um, then when the girl brought up Petty, he told her that he he had seen her at the bus stop and had a conversation with her, But and then he came, went home and fell asleep. But he also said they didn't have sex before. Now, he the court filed against him that said that he was charged with five crimes. Sorry, five crimes. Um, rape in the first degree, sexual abuse in the first degree, unlawful imprisonment in the second degree, assault in the second degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. He later pled down and was convicted of attempted rape in the first degree and served four years in prison. So, that's the story based on the police report. That's a lot of information to retain. Now, do you think that... um, do you find, do you have a problem with her dating him? Um, now, mind you, this is 1994. Do you have do you see anything wrong with her dating him now that he's an older man? You know, gone over his life. What, what are your thoughts on? Do you think that she should be attacked for the dating him? The only problem I have with this story, the only problem I have with this story is why Nicki Minaj felt like it was okay that she needed to post her relationship on Instagram, and she was overly like it was on every every time I scroll down Instagram, it was a post of her. Yeah, with I was not even on her page. People were reposting. Mm-hmm. Um and why does she turn her comments off? Now everything else is her private decision, her private life. I don't care. But right. Why is it? If you're bothered by what people are saying and you knew he had a past, why did you keep your comments on? Mm-hmm. Why did you post it? Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts, Chica? My thing is, if she's grown and that's what she wants to do, and she made that decision, you had to know being in this business what was going to come after. She should have just been Hillary Clinton about it. Hold your ground. Walk with your head up. Be proud of what your, what your decision is. 
Yeah. It's it seems like she's going out her way to prove, oh, well, I'm still dating him. Instead of just ignoring it. That's your relationship. That's You're grown. Do what you want to do. I don't think you have to. I wouldn't even made a comment about it. I, I wouldn't be uh, flaunting pictures with us all over the internet. I would just be living my life. But I think some of these celebrities, they get caught up in having to prove themselves about things that are not really important. It shouldn't be important to anybody else. You know what I mean? And why does everything need to be addressed? The girl that's, that's getting up at 6 a.m. to be at her 7 a.m. Right. job. You know what I mean? Like, not right. that anything's wrong with it, but it's like, who are these people? Like, right. There's nobody. <laughs> Listen to me. Right. So, I just don't get celebrities. Obviously, I don't understand why celebrities keep their comments on. That that will forever baffle me. Yeah, you always say that. Yeah. I'm a celebrity. I will never have my comments on. You have one choice. Scroll past my picture or like it. <laughs> this is the choice you got. All right. That's it. Scroll past my picture because you don't like it. Keep it moving, or you're gonna like it. Right. Like button. But you're not gonna have a platform to leave your your opinion. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, Kanye West is back on his Twitter tirade vibe, lashing out on a lengthy series of tweets about up, how upset he is with Drake for sending subliminal um, his way on Travis Scott's sicko mode and texting his mother-in-law. Seriously. All right. Now Kanye uh, has now he's going after um, Ariana Grande for. Uh, daring to reference his situation while promoting her new single that dropped the same night he had so much to say about uh, Drake. So she tweeted, because, you know, Drake, I guess Kanye was going off on Drake on, on Twitter, and she tweeted, guys, I know there are grown men arguing online right now, but Molly and I are dropping our beautiful new songs tonight, so if you could please just behave for just a few hours so that the girls can shine, that would be so sick. Thank you. Of course, Kanye re- <laughs> replied. He said, I know Ariana said this to be cool and didn't mean no harm, but I don't like even slightless level of slight commentary from someone I know loves or respects me. People will no longer take mental health for a joke. Drake verbally attacked C- Cuddy when he was in the hospital and went at me after TMZ because I decided to release an album in June. It snowballed. And I refused to meet, and he refused to meet with me, but text my mother-in-law and and did a sneak diss on people's records that I consider family. Ariana, she uh, responded. She said, "Of all due respect, I don't need to use anyone to promote anything. Period. I'm I'm making a comment about what men were doing at the time versus what women. It was a joke, which I understand now was probably insensitive. I apologize if I was." in any way triggering and I hope you feel well today. So she left to go. Oh, Pete Davidson, he uh commented, he said, last thing, stop weaponizing mental health, everyone. Well of course Kanye did not stop. He said, no one would ever choose to end up in a mental hospital and diagnosed with a mental disorder, but God chose me to publicly go through this journey and it is beautiful. I am able to experience firsthand how people who have mental issues Mental health issues get written off by society. Don't listen to him because he's crazy. He's washed because he's crazy, etc. I've been trying to do a serious interview speaking about mental health, but it seems that all the members of the press are afraid to speak to someone who has been diagnosed, but it's still everyone's favorite superhero. People said my career was over after TMZ. I need to show the world that we so-called crazy people will not be written off. We have to see and feel how happy I am and how strong my family is. We even were even stronger because of this through love and the grace of God. 
Um, I'm loving the new music I've been working on. Six months off meds. I can feel me again. Remember when nah, dark he needs to get on his meds. Right. Remember when Dark Fantasy came out, I used to tweet a storm also. I love that we are just just uh, whatever. Uh, pretty much he's loved that they're having this conversation uh, about mental health. Gucci Man and Quavo have a song bipolar. This is so good for our culture. What are your thoughts? I mean, I just think it's obvious he hasn't been on his man. And if he's trying to be a champion for mental health, the best thing he can do is be well. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and show people that there are steps you can take to be to be well. What he's doing now is irrational. People are draining. Yeah. He's just draining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it gets draining, people are going to cut you off. Because they got to move on with their lives, and they're gonna find they got to find a way to be well themselves, and and not have the stress. So that's why now he when he talks, everyone's just like, oh, there he go again. There he goes like, again. Mm-hmm. Nothing because yeah, because it, it doesn't go anywhere. It's not constructive, right? Right. So the best thing you can do to, to to help mental health is to be well, and he's that's, and he's choosing not to. Right. That's true. Chica. I, I mean, I don't understand. Was he trying to? Is he trying to angle himself to be the poster child for mental health? Is that yeah, where he's going he's with this? No, but he's saying that he hasn't taken his pills. He hasn't taken his pills in six months. Yeah, no, you can't do that. No, you can't. You can't do that. <laughs> you got to be in your marriage. You have to be exemplary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And he, he's not. It's not being a good role model for people out there with mental health by. Uh, you know, promoting the fact that he's not taking his, his meds and now he feels like him own exactly. self. Exactly. You know, I'm like your own self. Yeah. Hey, I, I challenge everyone to just don't respond to all of his stuff. So then he just looks like a ranting fool. I agree. Because no one will respond. No That's one true. will respond to Kanye. Just let him go off on tangents and just be out there all alone by himself. I agree. I agree. Okay, our last story, something positive. So Jasmine Ford, uh, she's a single mother and uh, a nurse. She pretty much put herself through school. She had no support um, with her family. Um, and so she took out loans, about $150,000 in loans um, to pay for her food, her rent, school, etc. cetera. Uh, she has a two-year-old son. So she was asked to do this um, documentary about student loan debt. Is The documentary was held by Fifth Third Bank. They, they sponsored it. And so she thought they were coming back to her house to um, shoot another, you know, I guess another day of shooting for the documentary. And they surprised her by paying off $150,000 of the loans. They cleared the whole loans. Um, Next year, they plan on um, doing two more people. The bank will pay off loans up to $39,000 for two users at Fifth Third uh, Monument. The bank's student loan initiative uh, that rounds up a customer's debit card purchases and applies it to their student loan balance. Can you imagine? The woman just said it changed her life. She said because she was working two jobs um, a day, almost every day, not really spending time with her son, but trying to do whatever she could to pay off this debt. And she didn't think she ever would be able to unless something drastic changed in her life. And then she's asked to do this documentary, and they surprised her by paying it off. And she she plans on paying it forward with her patients. Um you know, now that she can really focus more and she shouldn't have to grind as hard as she was, but she's going to pay it forward and uh, be a blessing to someone else. Shout out to, uh, to fifth, uh, third bank. What are your thoughts, Ms. Parker? I mean, I definitely think it's a great thing. I just, you know, I, I 
I struggle with this whole idea that everyone in society pushes that, you know, education, formal education is the only way for everyone. I don't think it is because I think a lot of people end up in debt and, and never really pursuing what their purpose is. So I'm mean, just be mindful of that. Um, but I, I think it's great, you know. Yeah. Best of luck to her and, um, you know, that was her blessing coming her way. Most definitely. Chico? God is awesome. God is awesome. God is awesome. Well, t- next Tuesday is Christmas. Miss Parker, you'll be in the West Coast. Are you excited? What are your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in Virginia. I'll be in Virginia for Christmas. GK, where will you be? Give your family my love and kiss the girls. I will be in my new home. My Congra- feng shui home. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Well, listen. Chica, I know I'll see your movie reviews, but Miss Parker, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I love you. I know I'll talk to you, but safe travels tomorrow. And Chica, same to you, but I'll talk to you in uh, movie reviews. Happy holidays, Miss right. Parker. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Right back after this. She likes to read books on philosophy. She only eats at small cafes She questions every single part of me She makes me better every day It's not the way she styles her hair Or the designer clothes she wears Her silhouette's one of a kind But most of all She's got a beautiful mind She's got a beautiful mind She's got a beautiful mind So many girls I see Are wild and lovable But I'm looking for my queen My Claire Huxtable the black American dream, it sounds so wonderful. The only thing I need, my Claire Huxtable. My Claire, Claire, my Claire Huxtable. My Claire, Claire, my Claire Huxtable. Well, being a brownstone and BK, listen to Steve and Coltrane. I know that she out there for me. A beautiful kid. One day, a couple of Lisa, a bonus. I know that she out there for me. Oh, yeah. So many girls I see are wild and lovable. But I'm looking for my queen, my Claire Huxtable. The black American dream sounds so wonderful. Only thing I need, my Claire Huxtable. Coltrane, I know that she out there for me. Claire Huxtable, 
unlovable. But I'm looking for my queen, my Claire Huxtable. The black American dream sounds so wonderful. Only thing I need, my Claire Huxtable. Let all within 
Stephen Knight Show. Adam, how's it going? It's going well, Stephen. How are you? Cannot complain. Christmas is around the corner. Are you ready? I am not ready, but I will be. Yeah. Yeah, no choice, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of shopping to do still. So. Yeah, I do too. I'm always a last-minute shopper, but you know, it is what it is. All yeah. right. Yeah. You, what you about to say? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm usually on top of it, but this year, it's gone so fast. I feel like, I mean, we just had Thanksgiving. Exactly. Uh, this year flew by. This year? This year flew by, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll let you and Chike uh, take it away with movie reviews. Sure thing. So, I'll start off, uh, and I saw Roma, and this is a movie that actually was uh, premiered uh, in a limited release, and then... Netflix bought the distribution rights to this film. So it's a Netflix movie, which means you can watch it right now. It came out last Friday, and it's directed by Alfonso Theron, who is famous for doing Gravity, Children of Man, the third Harry Potter movie. And it follows the story of this living housemaid uh, for this middle-class family in Mexico City in the Roma neighborhood. And it goes through the story 
I want to say about a year of her life and their life and the ups and downs of it. It's filmed entirely in black and white, and it uh, takes place in the early 70s, 1970 to 1971. And it really gives you a good view. This is definitely one that it's not for everyone, but if you're looking for a good movie, a good, uh, I don't want to say art house film because it's it's a major picture. It is all in Spanish, so there are subtitles, but it really gives you a taste of life for this family and for this woman in the early 70s in Mexico City. And the shots linger. You get a lot of stuff in the background. This movie I actually wish I did see on a, a theater screen because there's so much going on in the background of each scene that you, you can kind of you miss it on the smaller screen. But overall, it was really good. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite movie of the year. It's already getting a lot of critics uh, awards for Best Picture. But uh, definitely, it's going to be in the running, and it's um, highly recommended. And again, there's not really a main plot. It's just one of those slice-life films, but you really get a lot of emotion from the characters and uh, their story. So uh, highly recommend. Cool. Do you think any uh, award buzz will come from this? Yeah, besides Best Picture, I think it'll, I mean, they'll get, um, and I don't know how Academy does it, but it'll be nominated for probably Best Foreign Language Film. It might also give Picture uh, nomination, but uh, it's hard to tell since it is uh, a film in Mexico. I'm a Mexican director uh, and everything like that with the subtitles. But yeah, it'll definitely be a nomination. I think the main actress, did a really good job. She's a first-time actress, and so, you know, the critics love when a first-timer does a really good job. So she'll get a nomination. I don't know if she'll win anything, but... Um, and then Alfonso Curia will probably get another director uh, nod for this. Nice. Uh, so I saw two films, uh, but I guess firstly I wanted to discuss uh, Escape at Denimora, which is now... Uh, showing on Showtime, which is a new miniseries for Showtime. I think they're five parts in up until now, and they air every Sunday, which stars Patricia Arquette, uh, Benicio Del Toro, and Paul Dano. Um, and shout-out to my friend Dominic Colon, who had a feature in this. Uh, check it out. It's directed by Ben Stiller. It's based on true events about these two men escaped from uh, Dannemora Prison with the help of a female worker in the prison. It's awesome. Patricia Arquette, you don't even really recognize her in this film. She's doing an awesome, awesome, awesome job. Everybody does an awesome job. And I just, I'm in awe that Ben Stiller directed this because we're so used to him being the funny dude. This is no funny business here. This is serious business. Uh, check it out. Showtime. I think it comes on at 10 o'clock on Sundays, miniseries. Check it out. So the first film that I saw is called If Bill Street Could Talk, and this is an an, an adaptation an adaptation <laughs> of James Baldwin's uh, novel. Um, it takes place in 1970s Harlem, and it's about a young couple in love who's struggling and trying to plan a life together, and... There's an unexpected pregnancy, and if anyone knows anything about the time frame of the, the 70s, um, especially in the African-American culture, 
um, having uh, a baby out of wedlock is very, very taboo. And, um, of course, abortion is illegal back then. And um, along with that, the soon-to-be groom is arrested uh, for a crime that he didn't commit. So there's a whole bunch of drama going on around uh, this couple and how it affects them and the people around them and their families. Uh, this stars Stephen James. Um, you may know him from the new uh, series on Amazon Prime, Homecoming with Julia Roberts. Uh, Regina King, we all know Regina King. And the new actress, Kiki Lane. Um, Brian Tyree Henry, we all know him from the series Atlanta. Uh, Paperboy, that's who he plays on Atlanta. And Dave Franco, we all know him as James Franco's little brother. This film is awesome. I can't explain to you how um, impactful the drama is. The acting is superb. Cinematography is superb. The storyline, you can't go any wrong with that. It's, it's James Baldwin. And it is directed by Barry Jenkins, who we all know from Moonlight. Check it out. It's going to be one of the contenders at the Oscars this year. You heard it here first. So my second film is Aquaman. So because I'm an Amazon Prime member, we got a week early screening of Aquaman. Aquaman stars Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Uh, Nicole Kidman plays the Atlantis Queen. She plays his mother. Uh, William Defoe. And then Amber Heard is his love interest, which also has Patrick Wilson and Yahya Abdul-Mateen, who plays Black Manta. And you will know him from the Luke Cage series. He plays in that. So we all know the story of DC's Aquaman. He's the king of the seas. He's a superhero. We've seen him in the Justice League movie. That was his introduction. I will say this. The movie is a family movie. Everyone can go see it. Everyone probably will enjoy it. But I think I've gone on record as saying that I am not that type of hero story fan. I don't want to see a family movie. I personally like dark. I like like the Dark Knight series. I like my heroes to be very serious. Um, with that being said, I enjoyed the movie. There was a lot of action. The storyline was pretty good. But, of course, you know, it had its comedic moments. You know, it was family-friendly. So the whole family can go out over the holiday season and see this movie. There were a few things about the movie that made my hair stand up just a little bit. There was a lot of bigotry, as far as I see, in this movie. They kept referring to Aquaman as the half-breed in this movie, and there was a lot of separation according to class and, you know, I guess the, the, the ethnic purity in this movie. And, you know, for this to be a family movie and children are going to experience this, there was a lot of bigotry happening. I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand, you know, with the culture that's going on in our country right now. I just think that different messages should be put out to the masses. Just my opinion. I'm just saying. But overall, <laughs> it's a good day out for the movie with the family. Oh, interesting, okay. interesting. <laughs> what, uh, 
what, what, uh, so, you know, I was, it's interesting. I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, I don't know if I will, but, uh, you know, with, with the things you notice like that, I, I know sometimes movies are just kind of dated. Like they wrote the script in the right. 90s and they didn't update it at all. And then you see the same things that look, like you said, bigotry or weird that you would always see like in the 90s or the 80s in movies like that. And it's just like, well, did they come up with this movie now? Is it something like that? Or is it something that they're just trying to be on the nose and they're trying to be a little overt about it to kind of be edgy? Okay, I will say that there is a a fight for inclusion because they want Aquaman to be the king of Atlantis, but Atlantis doesn't want him because, well, the the current king or the current pending king of Atlantis doesn't want him because he's his half-brother. He doesn't want him because he's half-breed. What right does he Mm -hmm. have to rule Atlantis because he's half-breed? He's not full. And then there's a reference to... um, the low, the higher born, they don't go to the ocean floor because they're higher born. It's just a lot of that type of stuff in the movie. It just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Being ethnic myself, it's like I, I didn't feel included. And then to top it all off, and and I have to admit, I was a fan as a kid, and I always knew Manta was black, but it just so happens that the black guy and the villain in this movie just happens to be. African American and he's black, and the character is Black Manta. So I don't know. It's, it's that old black is bad, light is better. Yeah, it's, it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe you'll feel different when you go see the film. But I just saw just like hints of bigotry and separation in this movie. Hmm. Right. And, and I guess I have a bigger I have a bigger issue with it because it is a family movie, and you could tell by the script and how it it flows that they want you to bring the family out to see this. So I'm, I'm looking and feeling like, okay, you have little kids going to the theater and they love Aquaman and they love, you know, Superman, Batman, the Wonder Woman. They love the Justice League. They love the whole crew. This is Aquaman's story. So what are they experiencing when they hear this? And there's a, there's a scene in the movie where Aquaman is battling and they do like the whole league board, like they have, his opponent, and then his stats. Aquaman doesn't even get a name. They call him Half-Breed, and then his stats are like zero, 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 zero. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. You you tell me, Adam, after you watch it, you tell me what you think. I just... Well, well after that endorsement, I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not really convincing me. I, I just, I don't know. I just felt, I mean, you know, I had to ask, you know, the people that I went with, is it me? And they were like, no, it's not you. We're seeing this too. So I don't know. Mm. Okay. So maybe maybe take, take the kids to see uh, The Grinch or uh, something else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, that, you know they're going to go see Aquaman. I'm just trying to tell you what it's hitting for before you get to the theater. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's true. That's true. All right. And well, I, I, and I, I think see, that people... Yeah. People that are ethnic probably will notice it more and quicker and, and have some kind of reserve about it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. How about you guys reach out to me? A- absolutely cheek, After you watch the movie, reach out to me and tell me your thoughts. Let me know how you feel about Aquaman, if you got the same level of bigotry that I, was, I got out of it. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear what you have to say. What's yeah, the- yeah. Hashtag Chike is crazy or hashtag Chike is right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <it doesn't> <laughs> <work>. <laughs> um, 
What is coming down the pipeline? I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. There's a lot of things. You know, this is kind of the Christmas week for for the kids. So if, if you don't want to see Aquaman, you know, there's Bumblebee, there's Mary Poppins Returns. Um, and then I want to see They Shall Not Grow Old. It's a World War One documentary done by Peter Jackson uh, celebrating the 100th uh, year anniversary of the end of the war. And he took all this old footage and colorized it and kind of gave it an HD treatment and gave you kind of a real perspective. And a lot of people say it's a good movie or a documentary just because of the fact that, you know, we watch those little tiny movies or even like World War II footage, you feel, you feel um, separated from the people. You don't feel like they're real. You feel like you're watching footage. And they say he does such a good job that, you know, you can kind of, you, you, you feel for these people and you can relate to them and you can get kind of that uh, foundation that, you know, they were people that fought a hundred years ago for this war. So mm-hmm. um, that that's top of my list. Uh, you know, I might see uh, Mary Poppins returns, you know, who knows if it's going to be good or not, but it looks fun. Okay. okay. Uh, in, in, in the theater, I can't say that I'm really looking for too much. Um, I know I mentioned last week that I couldn't remember the name last week of that Sandra Bullock movie that's coming on Netflix that I'm really interested in. It comes out December 26th, and it's called Bird Box. And definitely check that out. Um, I actually got like a little uh, a little birdie told me because a little birdie saw it, and the little birdie told me that it's awesome. That's good. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking for... There's a series coming out on HBO. If anyone was a fan of Watchmen, that movie that came out about the graphic novel, if anyone remembers Watchmen, well, HBO has taken on uh, a new series called Brooklyn, and it's basically the continuation of Watchmen, and it's going to be a series on HBO. That is going to be awesome. Regina okay. King. Yeah, that should be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, for you? Oh, you already said I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Did you already say Yeah, yeah. Thanks for paying attention, Steve. I love it. I love it. Our last episode comes out so strong. I love it. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> as always, thank you all for letting us know what to spend our money on and what not to. And I wish you both a very, merry, merry Christmas, happy new year, and look forward to 2019 working with you all. Absolutely. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate you both, man. All right, y'all take care. Yeah, most of us, most of us do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night. All right. Right back after this. Music machine. Lyrics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This that yeah. thing right here, okay. Yeah, boy. Word. Look. Do you think? Look. The product of housing tenements. Try, try blending with the innocent. Yeah. It's to the moon like we chasing stars, drinks in the air, my we about to raise the yeah. bar. I'm Valerian, can speak it, then can eat with us. The Wayne Martin, these niggas is just some seat fillers. Teach, level up, there, see the growth. Cryptocurrency, Bitcoins, to who need the most. Look, was quick to want, squeeze the toast. These days, got my bread, so I see a loaf. Greedy, couple plates, we gon' eat the most. Point game, if we trail, at least we keep it close. Yeah. Yeah. Take a toast, sip it in moderation. Huh. It was written in a proclamation, my obligation to the fairest to will. Give food for thought to they cherish the meal, swerve it and pill. Yeah. Chicks, 
notice the squad. I ain't talking foreign exchange when I study abroad. Know the facade. Got a slunching up and out of guard. Talking about portfolios and profit margins. Yeah, yeah. We done finally reached the pinnacle. Yeah. Without compromising the principles. Life good. Overseas, different interviews. Back then, you could do it for the pinnacle. We done finally reached the pinnacle. Yeah. Without compromising okay. the principles. Yeah. Life good. Overseas, different Listen. interviews. Back then, used to do Don't it for the minimum. Deep slumber, sleep till we see numbers. Yeah. In the vision, seen it like Steve Wonder. Each summer, hit a monetary apex. Lifestyle's much more than having safe sex. Strategic talk, dudes who don't pay chess. That's starving, only getting a taste test. Put the sores, finish wines, and board it. Learn the game from ballers that stay scoreless. Rap, my we paint portraits. Spitting riddles like we socially awkward. Pyrex jaws to the corporate office. Catapulted movements was flawless. We about to take a sabbatical. Got the brand, the crown's just collateral. We patrolling different avenues. Life's a bitch. Used to want to marry you. Look, it's kind of hard to think practical. Think of simple to new, rational. Lack of aptitude. Now we down to Georgia Shore. Authoritative. If you spill it, then it's worth we love. Coded language. Shit you never heard before. Verbal onslaught. Like, what do you want to hurt me for? Dig. I'm a lyrical enthusiast. Mumble rap. Meet these nicks with a crucifix. We used to listen with exuberance. Yeah. Think they bars coming from a lack of tutelage. Throwing jabs like a pugilist, not the best. I suggest you go review your list. We done finally reached the pinnacle, uh -huh. yeah. Without compromising the principles, life good. Overseas, different interviews. Back then, used to do it for the pinnacle. We done finally reached the pinnacle, yeah. Without compromising the principles, life good. Overseas, different interviews. Back then, used to do it for the pinnacle. We finally here. Talk to him, Kay. We finally here.
Lady Faith Evans, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Aaron Cosby, how's it going? Hey, man. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Yeah, can you believe it? Next week is Christmas. That's crazy. Amen. Amen. Do you have a lot of the gifts to do? It's almost over. I it's, know. Yeah. They just go faster and faster. It does. They said as you get older, the years fly by. But it yeah. was so slow when we were kids. Wasn't uh-huh. it? It, was like, <laughs> it sure was. It was just a snail's pace. Right. Now it's just sonic. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. hedgehog is just yeah, flying by. This is true. So you got any um, plans? Yeah. I'm actually, Are you going out of town? You staying in the A? Like, no, I'll be in Virginia with my family. Um, and then uh-huh. I'm going to New York for New Year's Eve. Oh, so yeah. are you going to do the actual no. Times Square? No. <laughs> no. Dang, you shut that down. Uh-uh. Down. I ain't doing all that. <laughs> okay. yeah. What about you? I will be, oh, 
this is breaking news. Mm-hmm. I will be in Atlanta. Oh, for real? Okay. How long are you here? Yes. I'll be in Atlanta all week. So I'll, okay. I'll be there, yeah, from, like, I guess, Monday till next Saturday. So. We have to link up. Yeah, because I, I, I leave Sunday, but I'm back in Atlanta on uh, Wednesday. So. Oh, yeah. Then we, yeah, yeah. we got to go to your Mexico. Your exactly. That I, yes. That I love. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, I look forward to it. Look forward to it. Same here. Same here. All right. Well, your boys you, won. Your boys won. They, they put it out. They put it out yesterday. They. They did. They did. They did. Um. Beat the Cardinals. They, forty they to fourteen. The, uh, Arizona Cardinals. What? What? What's the score? Forty to fourteen. Forty to fourteen. It mm. wasn't twenty-eight to three. It was not twenty-eight to three. It wasn't that twenty eight three. Did you watch it? What were your thoughts? I I saw like bits of it. Um, if they would have lost to the Cardinals, <laughs> no disrespect to the Cardinals, right? Both teams suck. Mm-hmm. Both teams are bad. Unfortunately, the Cardinals, I I believe, had had only won three three games up to that point and the Falcons had had only one four. So right, they're both yeah. bad. Yeah. So but I'm like, okay, Falcons, y'all are at home. The soccer team just won just one yep. championship. Y'all cannot give an L. Please win. Please win this game, man. Like y'all already sorry, but can we come <laughs> on. You know, like Let's do. Let's get like a three-game winning streak. Like these last three games of the season. Let's you know. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like right. pride, 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 mm-hmm. pride. So I, I give them credit. Like they won, and they, they whooped ass. Like it, it, yeah. it wasn't a little squeaker, a little you know field goal at the end. It was a nice, solid performance. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. 28 threes. Good for them. Good for them. Um, The Baltimore Ravens. You probably don't keep up with the Ravens, do you? You don't. No, but they won. Beat the Buccaneers. Yes, 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 they did. 20 to 12. Yes, they did. Look at you. Oh, shoot. Look at you, sportsman. Okay. We got to let let our listeners know these scores. Let them know what's going on. Oh, I'll let you do that then. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you be the um, score person, and yeah. I'll just feed off of you. I'm just, I'm just supporting you. I'm supporting you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Did you watch that game? Okay. I did. Okay. I did. What were your thoughts? Um, great game. Um, Jackson is becoming. A stud. He again to me is like Michael Vick, two point. You said that, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except Vick was able to play in the dome, so there weren't issues with regards to weather, um, um, the um, field being 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 um, wet, or, right, or anything. Whereas um, Jackson plays outdoors, so it could be rainy, it could be you know ice, snow. Um, but he played great. Like they, they actually, it was, it was in the forties. It, it was a cold day. It was a cold game. It was a, 
it was a wet game. The um, field was kind of soggy, and I didn't, I, I didn't, I thought that it was going to be a very low scoring, last second drive game winning field goal type of game. But mm-hmm. Jackson and the Ravens, they scored some points, and their defense is solid, and yeah. uh, they they won by. I believe it was by eight points. Eight points, yeah. It was a mm-hmm. decent, yeah. It was a nice, solid victory. So, right. The Ravens right now are 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 in their second wild card spot for the playoffs. Um, they they could possibly win the AFC North if Pittsburgh um, kind of struggles these last couple of games, and if the Ravens win these um, last couple of games. So it's it's. Just keep watching. Yeah, they keep still watching. they still have the chance. Speaking of um, Pittsburgh, did you watch the um, Steelers game? Yesterday? I didn't. I did not. Did you hear about it? I heard that they won by seven points, seventeen to ten against the Patriots. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Tom Brady's magic is kind of fading. It's he's not the Tom Brady that beat the Falcons. And overtime in the Super Bowl when the, when the Falcons had a twenty eight to three lead, he mm. he's not that Brady. Yeah. So how old is he now? I think he's forty. Forty, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, forty. Mm-hmm. He might be forty one. Okay. But he's, he's, he's but he's 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 four. He's definitely four, I believe. So um, you know, it, it his his body it it could just be kind of slowing slowing down for him, but he he. He's still Tom Brady, so right. you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's he, like y'all. I'm telling you, do not give up on Tom Brady. Do not think that he is done. He's not done. They're they're still going to win their division. They're going to be in the playoffs, and they could easily win some games and get to the Super Bowl again. So. I don't see it happening, but they could. <laughs> but they could, right. I hope not. I hope that they don't, but they possibly can. Because, again, it's Tom Brady. Right. So, all right. Um, let's see. Kansas City's playing great ball still. Um, oh, the Rams. Did you watch the game last night, the uh, Sunday night game? No, I didn't watch it. Uh-uh. Okay. Let me get the score Do you know for me. who played? <laughs> I can tell you just a second. Do you know the two teams? It was the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. And, uh, and the Eagles, Rams. The Eagles yeah. won 30 to 23. And the Eagles held on and won. Yeah. 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 Like the Rams tried in the in the fourth quarter. They tried. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they definitely tried, but um, couldn't quite um, get the, the win. And yeah. now they are on a two-game losing streak, like, the Rams lost last week to the um, Bears, so this is a. You know, I don't know if if it's you know pull the um, fire alarm time or anything, which is not. But um, yeah, they they lost two in a row. But it's mm-hmm. better to lose, you know, now as right. opposed to you know winning all your games and and and, and getting in 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 the playoffs exactly so, and choking yeah. exactly. Yeah, get it on out now. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're still. A stud team. I mean, they are hot. They're a hot, hot team. But watch for um, Phil- Phil- Philadelphia, though. Like it's going to be. I'm saying between them, 
Dallas. The Redskins won, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'll just say that that the Redskins won. Yeah, they won. Yeah, but um, Philly and Dallas to me are going to be the um, two teams that are going to be fighting that last game of the season um, to be in the playoffs. So. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say the players, but to actually win the NFC East. So. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, that's all I got as far as with football, basketball, Lakers. Eh, they're still, you know, it's it's they they're playing well, but then they lose, and then they kind of you know win some games, and then they kind of lose. It's not so consistent. It's, it's it's still early. It's yeah. still early. I'm not really watch. I, I don't watch the NBA. Or, <coughs> excuse me. Like that until after the um All Star break, mm-hmm. which is usually right after the um Super Bowl. That's when they start getting real. Yeah. 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 But um as of as of right now the Lakers are solid. You got the um Warriors who are still, you know, just the Warriors. And uh, <laughs> you got the Falcons who are not the Falcons. Geez. The Hawks. <laughs> the Hawks, thank you. Who, who are still the Hawks and um yeah, not just really James. All the teams that are Good are still good. All right. the teams that are great are great, and all the teams that are average are average, and, and all the teams that suck still, still, still so. sucking. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about the NBA next year. Yeah, definitely. Well, Iran, as always, we definitely appreciate you. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I look forward to seeing you next week, and just you know, enjoy your holiday season, your time off. Same, bro. Same to you, man. Same to you. And to everybody listening. Everybody listening, happy, yes. Happy holidays. And yeah, happy Christmas holidays. And happy Kwanzaa. And, and um, uh, hold on. Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah. Hanukkah, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy yes. holidays. And, and anything else. Right. Anything Whatever else. you celebrate, enjoy. <laughs> Whatever you celebrate. Or if you don't celebrate, that's cool, too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. Right back after this. Have a good one. You too.
This is Miss Parker, and you're listening to the Stevie Knight Show. What's up, y'all? We are Jill's Diary, and you're listening to the Stevie Knight Show. <laughs> well, that's our show. I hope you had a, enjoyed it, and I hope you have a great holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, whatever you celebrate. I hope you have an amazing time, and you and it's just a good time of year for you. We'll be back next year with Season 9. Can you believe it? Kicking off late January. So, Merry Christmas, and I'll talk to you soon. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds and great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.